I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. Egyptian President Mohamed Morsi today insisted that his country is on the path to freedom and democracy, a day after granting himself sweeping new powers. I would like to tell you that we all have equal rights in this nation, Morsi told supporters in Cairo today. He added, this great nation is a ship of safety for all of us. With God's help and thanks to the will and the vote of the people, I have been declared the captain of this ship. By his own decree, Morsi now is immune from judicial oversight. He also has the authority to take any steps against, quote, threats to the revolution. But there are many in Egypt who believe the president's new powers are a threat. Thousands of opponents of the Islamist president burned Muslim Brotherhood offices across the country and clashed with Morsi supporters. Heba Murayef with Human Rights Watch in Cairo calls the new presidential powers a dangerous situation. We have a president in the absence of a parliament who can pass laws and can pass constitutional declarations. So he could pass a law tomorrow banning all private media and there would be no avenue for those of us in the human rights community to challenge that on constitutional grounds. He set himself up above a constitution in a sense. And while I think up until now he's behaved very cautiously in terms of using that legislative authority, um, another provision in today's constitutional declaration is really worrying us in the human rights community. Article 6 says that if there are any threats to the revolution, the president can take all necessary measures to counter that threat. That's language we're very familiar with from the Mubarak era and the time of the emergency law, and we're worried about why he felt this was necessary. Why protect himself from judicial oversight at a time like this? That was Heba Murayef with Human Rights Watch in Cairo. President Morsi's supporters defend his decision to give himself sweeping powers. Gihad el-Haddad is a senior Muslim Brotherhood advisor in Cairo. He's also a member of the Executive Council of the Brotherhood's Renaissance Project. El-Haddad says President Morsi needed needed the declaration of new powers to sack an unpopular general prosecutor and to rein in a hostile judiciary that wasn't willing to go after members of former President Hosni Mubarak's regime. It's a self-destructing declaration, meaning that in two months' time, once we have a draft constitution presented to the president, it goes to referendum, and once it's in effect, by default, all the presidential declarations are null and void. Now, Gihad, though, you understand why people are concerned, right? I mean, there there are people uh, demonstrating in the streets now for at least four offices of the Muslim Brotherhood have been set on fire around the country The rule sounds an awful lot like what was in place for 30 years under Mubarak. I'm glad you chose the word sounds, because in reality, that's exactly how it sounds. But this rule was born literally out of necessity, because we've exhausted every other legal outlet within the current structure of the law in Egypt that was constructed by the Mubarak regime to allow the judiciary last say in all elements pertaining to continuation of building of the state. So on the, in effect on the ground, even the prosecutor general's position, someone that was long known to be one of the cruelest state security officers that has been promoted to become an everlasting prosecutor general for Egypt. Um, President Morsi tried to take this through uh, the simple, direct, respectable means and allowed him a promotion into an ambassador's position Um, Unfortunately, many of the opposers of the declaration now today safeguarded the prosecutor general and stood with him against the president's decision. 
So he had to resort to this declaration in order to remove him from his office and allow reopening the cases against Mubarak, his family, his, military, um, his minister of uh, interior affairs, and his top police generals. Every time Egypt reaches the end of its transition period and we can almost see the shoreline of the start of a new democracy, someone sinks the boat. This time the president is adamant that no one does so. Gihad, though, you obviously, a member of the Muslim Brotherhood, you trust President Mohamed Morsi to do the right thing. The problem, though, is that in the next two months, it is entirely possible to use these powers in a way that the majority does not agree with. That is possible, is it not? Yes, it is. Will the president, do you think, give up these powers in two months or or whenever the Constitution is written? I don't think he has a choice to give them or not give them. The second clause of the declaration, um, the last phrase in it, is a phrase to self-destruct this this declaration and all previous declarations once the constitution is in place. We're talking about the rules self-destructing when a constitution is written, but the fact is that may or may not happen in two months. There, There have been several extensions of the deadline. There hasn't been several extensions, there's actually been two extensions, and this second extension is only for two months. I guess my point is that you are speaking legally about the presidential powers going away, but a lot of things are up in the air, things that may or may not happen. That's correct, but from... So, uh, so what guarantees are there really that the president will give up these powers, that they will, in fact, self-destruct? They, they were never having guarantees, even during the time of his election. He was being elected as president without a clear knowledge of his power, without knowing what, a, without having a constitution in place in Egypt to govern, with, at the time, a ruling military council that was adamant on taking the power in Egypt, and with no parliament in place. So at the time of elections, Egyptians knew exactly what they were voting for. They were voting for someone who can, they can put their trust in to manage this transition. And this someone, this president, saw a, a clear danger that can derail Egypt's transition, and he acted within his legal bounds to protect the transition against that danger. So, so from so, my perspective, at least, I'd rather put my trust in the elected official. How do you deal, do you think, with the building violence that we talked about against the Brotherhood, the demonstrations that are ongoing today in Tahrir Square and elsewhere? Yeah. There's two sides to this, or the two elements to this. The first is the voicing of opposition itself, gathering, protesting. And of course, this is all protected under the law now. And President Morsi, even in his address, voiced his support to both groups, those in support and those in opposition. The other side of that is the burning of the different office buildings of the Freedom and Justice Party and, and attacking its supporters and so on. And at the end of the day, I mean, as unfortunate as this are, we just don't see this as a very constructive way of political opposition. Because um, if the tables were the other way around, I've ne- I can never see um, our party going around burning other, uh, the other parties, their office buildings and so on. So I think it's, it's this, this type of mentality will fade away the more democratic culture um, starts spreading in Egypt. And the, at least for me, the moment we have democratic institutions that can showcase such a culture. Jihad El-Haddad is a senior advisor to the Muslim Brotherhood. Thank you uh, for taking the time. Thank you.